Here's Papa is brought to you by Just Some Podcast Media. Dun, da, da, da. The views on this podcast are those solely of the host and do not represent the views or opinions of any other institution. <laughs> Welcome to Nurse Papa, a podcast from the heart and mind of a pediatric oncology nurse and father. In each episode, I take a deep dive into a story of parenthood, or I tackle a parenting question from one of my loyal listeners in a segment called Dear Nurse Papa. In either case, I hope to come out on the other side with a better understanding of what makes kids and their parents tick. Papa, why are you always laughing? Do I really laugh that much? Yes, Papa, a lot. Why? (laughs) Um, I guess because life is pretty funny most of the time. What's so funny about it, Papa? Well, you and your brother are especially hilarious. You both do and say some pretty amazing things. Like what, Papa? Well, let's listen to this next story and find out. Okay. Let's do it! Metaparenting The joke of being a parent has a different punchline every day. Parenthood is one unceasing joke, really. It is a series of non-sequitur punchlines, punctuated by many ups and many, many downs. My kids play jokes on me all the time, but the laughs are often not by their design. When my daughter finally managed to potty train herself, I was excited to take her out into the world unburdened by a diaper bag and the other accoutrements of good butt care. The joke was on me though. I was not emotionally prepared when she had to pee and the only bathroom available was a doorless crack haven of a hut improbably squeezed between a park and our cute neighborhood library. When we entered the small structure, populated by two gross graffiti covered stalls and a vaguely Duchampian looking urinal, the smell of stale pee assaulted my nose. Staring at each of the dubious metal toilet seats, I could not bring myself to place my daughter's pristine bottom upon either. Instead, I held her awkwardly over the least offensive one and demanded, Okay, pee. Hmm? Nothing happened. Apparently, her unwieldy position over the pot and my urgent plea had induced stage fright. Oh. When she did finally manage to begin a stream, Rather than drop nicely into the toilet as I had planned, the pee arched unexpectedly forward. It missed the bowl entirely and landed on the floor in front of us. Later, it dawned on me that the urine-soaked floors of the bathroom might not be the fault of wayward hobos as I had previously hypothesized, but rather of the many inexperienced dads who migrated over from the nearby park to charily hold their newly potty trained girls over the toilets. As she's gotten older, my little girl has begun to deliver the jokes of the intentional sort. Recently, she approached my wife and I with what was probably her first truly amazing and abstract one-liner. Our exchange went a bit like this. Papa, Papa, I have a joke. Oh wow, great. I'll start. Knock, knock. 
No, Papa, not that kind of joke, you silly. Oh, sorry. Let's hear it. Okay, Papa, listen. Yes, dear. Listen, Papa, I'm serious. I thought this was going to be a joke, but okay. Listen, Papa, somebody bought a banana. Somebody else ate the banana. But actually, the banana was just an idea. <laughs> <laughs> the banana was just an idea. Indeed it was. How my five-year-old girl was able to pull off such a nimble delivery, much less conceive of such a clever joke, is beyond me. It's possible that she overheard the scenario or something like it, and was so charmed by the concept that she adapted the words to her favorite fruit. It is also possible that she is actually a comic genius. We may never know, not at least until her first Netflix stand-up comedy special is released in 2035. Gallagher, you and your fruit smashing, move on over. Here, when we joke with fruit, it is just the idea of fruit. Wherever the banana joke came from is far less important than what it taught me. By subtly suggesting that there exists a Magritte-esque difference between reality and our perception of reality, my daughter hit my experience of parenthood square on the head. Perhaps this truth of parenting is also her truth of being a kid. Before I became a dad, my concept of being a parent was not at all like that banana in her joke. It was not a pliable concept, but rather an immutable state, one which I could always count on, something predictable, easy to wrap my head around, formulaic, unchanging. But in fact, parenthood is none of these things. What I have sadly, sad for me at least, discovered is that almost everything I once considered self-evident about being a dad before I was one was wrong. Even if it was right for a time, it wasn't right for long. Parenthood is not a banana we can readily depend on. In fact, it's not even a fruit. It's more like a tomato, which despite its strict botanical classification, remains tragically stuck in my brain somewhere between an apple and a carrot. Uh, what? You'd think that I would have already firmly accepted the wide chasm between expectation and reality, but it wasn't until I became a father that the concept of life's capricity really hit home. It was not until I had kids of my own that I really felt like I had much to lose anyway. What this stark reality of both life and parenting has confirmed is that although I might believe I have gotten to the bottom of some query about raising my kids, I now know that I am probably just fooling myself. <laughs> the only thing I can predict of my children is that whatever they are doing and thinking at one moment will most certainly change the next. As a parent, I cannot expect how I feel about these small humans or how I parent to them will remain static. Although my love for them will always remain intact, there are many moments when that deep affection is overshadowed by intense dislike for something they are doing or saying. No! It's a hard look at myself, but it is a true one, and I will take truth over comfort any day. The self-acknowledgement that my kids and I exist floating on some nebulous ocean of change which is at times painful but ultimately illuminating is its own source of comfort. I don't know what amazing jokes my daughter will conjure for me and the rest of the world in her comedy future, 
she will probably eventually move on from her current existential banana to something else with less comedy baggage under its peel. The joke of being a dad is not going anywhere though, and in order to keep up with the punchlines, I've had to adjust my expectations that I have for my kids, and myself too. Parenthood asks you to be open to possibility. It beseeches you to say and conceive so many things which may not come naturally. Things that might actually scare you into learning something about yourself that you were not expecting. I never understood that until I had kids of my own. That my words, thoughts, and actions as a parent would truly reveal the kind of person I am inside. Before my kids entered my life, I thought I knew exactly who that person was, but I was oh so wrong. He is an altogether different human being who I must become reacquainted with on a daily basis. Good morning, Papa. Rise and shine. What kind of dad are you going to be today? Remember, Nurse Papa is also a book. Within it, you'll find stories that might just change how you look at life and indeed parenting. Nurse Papa has been my labor of love, but it offers much more than my own perspective. You'll learn from the voices of seasoned nurses, some of my young patients, and these patients' parents, each adding their own personal perspective about love, life, death, and learning. Nurse Papa is now available for purchase on Amazon and other bookseller sites. Please consider picking up a copy, and when you're done, leaving a public review on Amazon, Goodreads, or anywhere else where people go to find meaningful books. Thank you so much for your support, and stay tuned for the next episode of the Nurse Papa Podcast.